this is the Musings Podcast by Ari Oluwa. Hello everyone, welcome to the Musings Podcast by Ari Oluwa. Shout out to those who have followed me through from the first episode and now we're on the fifth episode of the Musings Podcast. Thank you so much, I love you, thank you so much. Today's episode is going to be an interview and I'm super excited. One, because it is a very good topic, one of my most passionate topics and that's confidence. And the topic is the confident girls code. And secondly, it's going to be handled by no other person but just to do more longer, the king woman. This girl is unapologetic about her confidence. Anytime, any day, she is never caught unaware. She's very confident, ever confident girl. And so she's a perfect fit to talk about confidence girls code. So journey with us on this episode is going to be a long episode, but I hope that you go through with it because it promises to be really fun. This is our fifth episode and it's going to, this topic is going to cover the fifth and the sixth episode. That means it's in two parts. I hope you guys listen to both because it's going to be very interesting and I want you to follow up through from start to finish. You won't regret it, trust me. If you have low, se- low self-confidence or you feel that you're not, you're, not, you're not beautiful or whatever it is that you think are your your questions on confidence i hope that after this episode we'll be able we'll have been able to cover some specific i mean to answer some of your specific questions on confidence also um if you've not listened to the previous episodes on um, the first the final start um love solid liquid or gas and my premise on feminism episode three and four please listen and give your feedbacks thank you so much for the feedback so far thank you so much i love you hi jessica more hi ari welcome to the muses podcast by ari Lua. thank you i'm so excited to i mean to be with you today because um this topic, the confident girls code, is something I know I'm so sure that you can handle, even like in your sleep. <laughs> okay, so before we get into it, I'd love you to introduce yourself. I know a little bit about you. I know that you're a lawyer, you're a blogger, you're um, an event planner, you're. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not done. You're an event planner. Okay, I'm a YouTuber. Okay. Maybe we should just start. <laughs> just, just because <laughs> you said well, well, yes. I, I am a lawyer. I am a lawyer. I am a YouTuber. These days, I just call myself a content creator because I mean, I that move from being a, I move from being a blogger to being a YouTuber, basically. So it's just um, things I'm passionate about. Find finding outlets to um, express. The passion so yeah content creation is a good name yeah i also forgot to add myself. sorry that you're also yeah. an activist <laughs> good yes that one that one i think that one is more yeah in a way the tag that has been foisted of me it's not like i call myself an activist people do people do i definitely call myself feminist well if you it's ask feminist. our firm yeah. yeah like it's my two chests like if i had another chest i would say i'm a feminist all the chests possible Okay. Yeah, so that one, they, they tackle because activism is a very broad spectrum and you don't fit into all the boxes and there are people that are at the opposing ends of the spectrum of activism. But yeah, I'm a content creator, a lawyer, and I refer to myself as an event enthusiast because at the moment, active event planning is on pause because 
because of some reasons, but yeah, I'm still very, I still give event advice and uh, vendor selection for some people, suggestions. Yeah, so YouTuber, content creator, event planner, lawyer, event activist. Yes, and the okay. real owner. Oh, that's 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 really nice. So our topic is the confident girls code. What do you think about our topic? I think our topic is cute. It's really cute because um, there isn't, well, for me personally, okay. there isn't a code per se. If there is a code, it is consistently being updated and amended. So okay. for that, and for each person, different um, principles and tactics will have to apply for their code. Different principles would have to be present in the code. Like, you know, most codes are like body of rules and regulations. Yeah, sure. Like, yeah, so, yeah, the confident girls code will differ from person to person. But at the baseline, there will be some certain things that will be present for everybody, all things being equal. So, yeah, I think it's a really nice topic because it also has a focus niche, which is women, girls. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah there's sure. gender, gender specific. Okay. Yeah. I think I think I'll probably just do something on um, the guys code too, but I've not really like figured it out yet. <laughs> you should, but I don't think confidence is so much of an issue for most men. For oh, most men, this, yeah. Yeah, in this, but they yeah, their, but at least there are definite though. people. Yeah, there are definitely people. There are people that definitely have issues with confidence. I don't think it's really a general thing, but mm-hmm. I'm I, I'm appreciating the niche because it is it gives some measure of focus and direction. As yeah, to what true. you're going to do. So yes, definitely. There are def- there's loads of articles on guys' confidence, how to boost your confidence as a man, how to be an alpha <laughs> male. But yeah, like, everybody. That's, that's, that's a whole a whole broad area. I feel like if we talk but about yes, that, yes. we're going to digress big time. So that's why just... I'm appreciating the girls' code. It's the best way to start. Yeah, yeah. In that yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm pleased to hear that. So, what do you think is um, confidence to you? I, I mean, the dictionary meaning of confidence is a feeling or belief that you have a faith in maybe someone or something. Or if it's self-confidence, now it's, it's probably self-assurance. You have a trust in yourself. But to you, what do you think about confidence? Like, what does confidence mean to you? Well, I, I will still use. I will still use that assurance whether the assurance come from, comes from within or comes from outside the assurance in who you are and the associated exhibition of that assurance like it's not just about okay knowing who you are but that the exhibition i will have said display but display is too outlandish it's too out there so it's it's the assurance like the guarantee the certainty of who you are to a certain degree even if you're in evolution or even if you're in process of change and the associated exhibition of that assurance that state of affairs okay so basically confidence is is known where you can exhibit that yes you're actually confident not that it's just by mouth yes because usually most of the time it's people that tell you it's confidence is an external confidence that people give you it's a description okay. of what people can see it's not something yes you can say it's like saying oh i am rich but there's a system in place that determines what wealth is for you to be able to say that you are rich even when you say you are you are any description possible any adjective possible there is a general skill that the world applies people need to see it doesn't when i say the associated expression it's like oh i have confidence if you say i have confidence in god for example because there's also that if you say i have confidence in god or i have confidence that my spouse would not be unfaithful 
Okay. That trust, it is actually manifested in the external display, in your actions and your reactions. It's not just in vacuum, it does not exist. Like saying, I love you, it's actually a verb. It's actually an act that must be seen, that can be pointed at, that can be described. Do you understand? Like, yes, that needs backing. Okay, so what are are the, okay, thank you for that. What are the um, branches of confidence? Like, what are the types? Like, I know know of self-confidence. I know of the God confidence, confidence in God. I know of confidence in myself. So what do you think are the other confidence branches? And you think it's like a sum of, it's just one word that's everything. <clears throat> do you think it's just one thing or you think it has uh, different types of it i think i think it's just one thing with different forms of expression you okay. like it's well, whatever name anybody wants to give it whatever the source of the confidence is whatever the manifestation of the confidence it's still confidence so it still confidence. boils down to that thing okay so if i'm confident in myself and i'm not confident of the god i serve does that still mean i'm confident an atheist, an atheist can be confident. Yes, it's still valid. An atheist can be confident. Confidence is, is like saying, I, I, I love myself. I can love myself and not love anybody. Okay. Still love. Okay, true. Yeah. True, true. Okay, so um, back to why you're a perfect fit for this topic. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you build your confidence over time? Like, how did it start for you? How did you, at what point did you know that, okay, yes, I am confident, like, I, I trust myself. I am assured that, yeah, I can do this, I can do that. And even also, like, what made you think, as, what, at that point, what, what made you think, okay, yes, I'm actually confident? Which is like a spirit flow <laughs> of power. <laughs> of oh, power. Yeah. Or it just, it just, just happened, like, just woke up on you're like, okay, yes, just to do more. I'm confident of myself. I can do anything I, I, I probably, I conceive I can achieve it. Like I just want to talk about the background. Okay. For starters, yeah, I like it's one of like I'm a work in progress. Like I'm not even ashamed about it. I'm not where I was five years ago, even in the confidence regard or in the career regard. Any aspect of my life. I always like to acknowledge progress no matter how it is. So I always have okay. to I always acknowledge my imperfections. I always acknowledge like my my failings you need to do better so primarily i i don't think it was a day i woke up and i found out that oh i'm confident i think it, it started from basically at primary secondary school you know when people make comments about certain well the way you carry yourself or the way you do this the way you do that ah this girl ah, this girl or when parents refer to you as although that's a terrible thing that parents do as a, a standard of behavior or a standard of exhibition, self-presentation. Like I go to somebody's house, didn't you see how the more behave herself? You know, little comments like that. But then inherently, I think it came from my background, my house, where we were where growing up and the ideologies we were built with. It was um, essential to know that you had a support system back at home. And I tell people how fundamental that has been. At least I know that that one has always been there. Despite whatever evolution I've been, that, has, that has gone on in my life over the period of time that I have been on this planet, one thing that has certain has been my parents, my siblings, the support system at home always. Okay, even if okay, so I come back with um, bad grades, which was rarely happened, but I come back with bad grades. I know that I'm not going to be um, torn apart. I know that 
nothing was my worth was never put in my anything I could offer or anything I could bring for in my person as I am simple without any of the additions that people would usually require for you to be given a praise just for merely existing I know that I had people that loved me for just being me that in itself who I would I'll be able to take on more risk knowing that even if I failed I had a back I had home to run back to that made it easy for me to step out into the world and do whatever I wanted to do. Because I knew that even if failure happened, I was still good at home. So that was a fundamental part. Okay, so do you think there was no part, there was no time in your um, background that you actually you were put down in any form? Like, okay, Ari, um, sorry, <laughs> I said Ari, do more, you can't do this, or do more, you don't do good, do more, don't do this. Like, do you think there were some negative effects that you actually had? Or you think everything was just perfect to lay down foundations for you to actually be confident? Well, I was I was growing up, I was a tomboy. So I had a lot of dumos you can't do this. I definitely had a lot of dumos you can't do this. But they were dumos you can't do this for your own good. Not dumos you can't do this for something that's actually required of you to do. So for example, it was never about me not being able to do something in school, but about me not being able to climb trees like I, I talked about the YouTube channel um, experience where I, I got bit by a snake and it was it was not a funny thing. Those are the only moments every time my parents told me I could not do something. It came of it came in form of advice of don't do this because you're exposing yourself to this. So okay. it came from a place of love and safety. It never came from a place of um, although it came from a place of protectiveness and in some instances of protectiveness so i would not i would not necessarily say that it was perfect but i know that a lot of times my parents had my best interest at heart and they always gave me a means to voice out my feedback okay no matter as even when i was very young so even if they would say sharp mouths ah, we're talking you're talking all those things it never it never got to the extent that they finally extinguished any form of life coming from me or any form of feedback coming from me or any form of criticism coming from me as to something they could have done better. Even though I would obey, I would tell them, oh, this is not a convenient thing for me to do right now or I'm doing it because you're asking me to do it. And well, that has worked for me over the years. So it wasn't all perfect, but yeah, my parents did pretty good and they're still doing really good up to now. Okay, that's that's nice. Okay, um, still on background, I would say that a lot of people mm-hmm. lost their confidence in, I mean, during their teenage years, probably because mm-hmm. of peer pressure or because of the fact that maybe they feel, they compare themselves with um, someone else. Oh, I'm not as fine as, because, okay, if I'm going to go personal, I'll say, okay, for the most part of my secondary school days, I felt okay, I wasn't mm-hmm. fine. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. fat and everything. And that's like self-esteem. I had also, although I, I made up for it in other ways, like in my grades mm-hmm. and everything she gets, but mm-hmm. a lot of times I'm like, oh, these guys, this girl is way finer than me. And I hear you say stuff like, ah, I'm the, nobody's as fine as me, do you get? I'm like, <laughs> and and really, if I if I really confess, it was probably meeting you in um, in the uni days that you need to be like, okay, actually, one person can, even if I've heard it a lot of times, like, okay, beauty is in the eye of the beauty, I'm like, okay. So the point mm-hmm. that I feel like, okay, I'm actually the most beautiful girl in the world. And you say it with so much confidence. So I'm like, didn't this girl go? Where is true now? Wait. <laughs> this, is, this is what I'm trying to say. Like, didn't this girl go through some? Didn't hasn't this girl say final girls? I mean, why does she think mm-hmm. she's like, the most beautiful mm-hmm. girl? Mm-hmm. I think mean, I was in secondary school. Like, even there was this friend of mine that I actually thought that because she was a big girl, and then I never, it never even crossed my mind that okay, she wasn't fine. In fact, mm-hmm. I would, I would bet money that with this girl is fine than me. Once after mm-hmm. I left secondary school and then 
I went to a house and then I went with, with some friends and then my friends were like complaining that why is this your friend so ugly and I was like ah you don't have eyes this guy is so fine I'm like what are you looking at are you okay oh my god it was oh my god. it was it was a game changer for me because I was at that time I was I felt like they, they could not see that this guy is mm-hmm. fine but then they were like I mean two people again were like I know this guy they've never seen someone else I'm not saying she's ugly she I'm just saying that mm-hmm. I put myself so low in, in form of oh yeah. When I feel like it's uh-huh. like my secondary school days, that if some things are yeah. corrected, or I need some values, like those values, intricate values that uh-huh. I if I adopted them in my secondary school days, I'd grow up to be like, okay, I'm the most beautiful girl in the world. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I'm not where I used to be five years ago. So if you most probably meet me now, you know, you met me in university and you thought, oh, this girl likes that. Oh my God! Like now, imagine how I am now. Jesus Christ! The only difference is that I acknowledge the place of the work that God has done in me, with regards to pride as distinguished from confidence. But to be honest, this thing, eh, as in my friends talk about it, like, and sometimes it might have ne- negative implications because they say the more you are vain, and I don't even, I don't even argue. You know, some people try to like. People, I, I get people who compliment me a lot, um, and they tell me, oh. You are pretty, and they're saying it like I should be grateful for your compliment. I'm aware. I have a mirror. I don't know. My father recently, because I've, I've, I've been around my father a lot lately, he tells me, ah, my daughter, you're very fine. I'm like, Daddy, are you just saying this? Like, since when? And in, in law school, I had um, friends that if I look good, they would just say, Oh my God, the more you look good. And I'm like, I look good for you. The days you don't think I look good, it's just your taste that doesn't align with how I look that day. But I always look good. Like, every single day I wake up, I look good. Like, I use stunning. Like, stunning. Like, my friends just say, oh, no, sorry, you are stunning. So, somebody will just say, oh, no, you are pretty. I'm like, oh, no, 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 actually, I'm stunning. Or you say it as if, like, recently, somebody told me, somebody saw a picture, a picture that I sent me a message on Twitter and said, oh, my, you know, you're actually very pretty. Like, they're saying it like it's from some new thing they are just realized I know and right I the, <laughs> so the first time you saw my picture you know took me like this one okay well, welcome 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 I am okay. aware and they are, they are confused that's another thing people are confused when they so what I have to amend I've actually had to amend my um, saying thank you I know instead of just saying oh I know welcome so like it's not that people will now say ah, what's wrong with this one but the truth is I don't believe in any form of um, of beauty that requires that you put somebody else down. Me saying I'm the most beautiful girl in the room or in a place or in the world does not stop anybody else in that room for saying the same thing about them. And I wouldn't argue with them. Okay. There is so much room for you to acknowledge your person. You don't have to compare on the basis of features, on the basis of skin color or skin tone or height or weight or width. And you will notice that people like me, the thing about me, I give a lot of compliments. Like, and I ask people, when, after complimenting them, I ask people, have people told you this before? I said, especially for dark skinned girls, especially girls that are young, dark skinned young girls. I go out of my way to tell them that they are pretty. A lot okay. of times we echo what people have said to us. To us. Those so are the do you, things. Do you think that hate. actually helped you? Like, do you think that actually helped you? Because probably you've had people like your parents and everything tell you in the past that okay, you're the most beautiful. Do you think that was what actually shaped that your mentality or that your view of yourself? 
yeah but then the problem for starters for starters i should okay. acknowledge that whatever like i tell people if you know how much i think i am fine in my head like right now the way i think i am fine is even more than the way my parents think i am fine so even if it started with them although i like to i, I like to give credit to some of my aunties that i grew up with because they were the ones that i spent a lot of time with and i know there was a particular auntie auntie Tony, that used to talk about how i had several aunties but she used to talk about how i could um how i was pretty and my skin was lovely that was never up for debate i remember my grandma just making me say but i'm the darkest in my family i'm darker i was the only one that was born black i'm even darker than my father so i know that i am black it's not even within the nigerian context within my house i am black before i go outside so you telling me that i am black does not even add or remove from my reality or my circumstances so i think that was one thing that i had knowing that i was black before anybody else brought it in my grandma used to compliment my skin and the smoothness she used to say that if you date for good more as a baby okay. you will not know that you have had a bad for her because the water disappears from her skin so i she used to call me fish skinned that it was so smooth so listening to things like that even before i even had any sense her recounting experiences like that i knew my skin was not an issue and like i told you earlier i grew up with a lot of scars because i was a tomboy growing up so and i had yams like do you understand what it means to have yams so in <laughs> yes. secondary school talking about secondary school it was not as if i was the hottest babe or the finest babe okay. or the most beautiful babe or it was immaterial what people thought like i know a lot of people thought like i used some i know somebody that called yam legs ah, but yes i can see the yams you don't have to inform me i'm not blind i can see that i have a part of my body that I, and the good part about me having that type of child that a lot of times even when i'm gaining weight i still look fit people will ask me oh, what was my workout routine when is you know when is climbing up trees of many years that give me a certain type of um advantage in my physique so Okay. I okay. think even though people would always project um the flaws project the flaws what you need to do is focus on the good things that people have said and Now, exalt it very... does it mean yes. you know, like like exalt it like make you I think for you okay so I think from what you've said because I'm looking at how you were able to develop that thinking a lot of people are finding it difficult they don't even believe it so there, there comes a place of even if like I, I i spoke with someone recently and she said she wears she had a like an accident and then she wears glasses when she's going out she wears the shades to cover it and then this person mm-hmm. the first time i even saw her without the shade i didn't even notice this car but mm-hmm. she has this thing in her head that ah with this car i'm very ugly so it took in fact that day <laughs> i told her that she was beautiful she did not believe she said okay okay i agree the next day again she was like you know i'm not gonna say no 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 i can't even see oscar so there is a point of you actually owning it like it's that is that's the issue do you get definitely okay so you're saying something you struggle with believing yes believing the stro- yes that's what i'm it's saying i've seen people that i feel compliment about like i tell people i can compliment a single like i can look at you and love your eyes and i will tell you how to love your eyes like if that person gets five more comments during the day about them having lovely eyes they will pay attention to their eyes if that person for the next two months gets like it's a trial we can test out for example you start complimenting someone's legs like we, we i say okay 10 of us let's plan for this person um participant a and plan for participant b we now say okay every day when you 
first. Maybe we all live together in a particular compound. Everybody should complement their legs. Every time when you see this person, you should complain that this person's leg has too many spots. That what is this now? Cover your legs. Give those people two months. Both of them, let's assume that both of them have that same resistance in believing things that people say. There okay. will be a difference at the end of the two months. It will take a lot for participants, B, to come out of the belief, belief that their legs are okay. Why participants, A, most probably end up believing that they have beauty legs. And let's say they are even the same person in different circumstances. That's why we tell people, see, you have to shut out negativity. So even when it is, you think it is casual or unintentional, whether negative comments are intentional or unintentional, you have to make it a point so it for out. yourself to choose. It's like eating vegetables. How will be vegetables? You feed your mind with what is good. Anybody that keeps telling you are ugly, leave them alone. Avoid them. Avoid them. If they are unavoidable, tell them to their face. If they are superiors that you cannot handle, make it a point to tune out their negativity with somebody that is unavoidable <clears> and you are trying to talk to them about it. And they can't do anything about it, but you can't get them out of your life. Okay. okay. Tune them out. Okay. Tune them out of your life. See, and I tell people, confidence is not just about physical appearance. It's good that I think that I'm pretty. It's good that I think that I'm pretty. It's good that I've never seen anybody that's fine. But at the end of the day, I tell, I tell people, if I lost my legs today and I could not move, will I cry? Will I mourn? Yes. But will I still be confident? Yes. And it wasn't because it really never mattered after a while what people were saying to me. So that's 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 about that. Let's let's move on to um, um, the significance of God in your confidence. Mm-hmm. How God has influenced your confidence level, and you've already talked about how your parents influence your confidence level, right? Mm-hmm. You've talked about mm-hmm. how others like validations and all. You should not you should shut out negative um, comments and feed yeah. on and comments that build your positive validation. Yes, but don't yeah. be too attached. Don't to be them. too attached. Next you time. have to build it like a personal. Yeah, it has to be a personal thing, right? Yeah, the day it Which... changes, you'll be shocked. <laughs> no, no. Yes. Some people are comfortable with you being good enough, so they will pay you compliments. Ah, well done. You're working really hard. Then uh, you are working hard. You are still working hard. They are doing great, and they're like, ah, are you the first person to work? <laughs> so you have to not be attached to overly attached to certain people because yes, human yeah, beings are fickle. They can wake up and say. The person that usually tells you that you wake up one morning and tells you you're no longer beautiful, would you now say you're no longer beautiful? No, which is why you should come from him. And that doesn't like certain It's more of a natural person. So in 100 level, 100 level at the time I started being experimenting with makeup. And that was the first time I found out that the word fantastic is not a good word because my father used it on me. It means yeah, it's not real. I used to think fantastic was a good word, but my daddy made me understand that it means that something that is coined out of a fantasy, something mm. like obviously fake. In some instances, it can be used negatively. So my father, there was this particular red lipstick that my father absolutely disliked because my father is like makeup is meant to you know amplify you. It's not even meant to be present. Yeah, people are not meant to know that you actually have makeup on. If not, okay. if you're changing your whole face, what's the point? But then I have a different view of makeup. I want if I want to look a certain way, I should be able to get that look. If makeup can achieve that, no problem. And when I'm done, I've wiped it. Not like I don't have I have a problem with my face without makeup. Most of the time, I have my face on the makeup. So when you used to say that, you would say, what is it? This, make this, what is on your face? It looks grotesque. Like I said, I've, I've come a long way from where I used to be. So now, if I do makeup, my father does not like it. I understand that it is his taste that doesn't align with how I look in that particular moment. Okay. Nothing has changed about me. True. So I come to work, and on a particular day, a colleague says, Oh my God, tomorrow you look so good. I'm like, Thank you. I look good every day. And the person tries to, because a lot of times people have feedback and they're like, 
oh not like the way you look today and i'm like oh are you serious thank you it's good that you think that we are about it's your feelings it's your view it's your eyes i look good yesterday i look good today i look good next tomorrow i'm not even dressed up tomorrow but i know that i'm going to do tomorrow and it doesn't matter about what i will go obviously there are days that i do that it's extra important where i do that i understand that higher number of compliments come to me but it doesn't affect doesn't my change like, the fact that you're actually osmosis uh, inside you have to maintain that balance it cannot so yeah do more use us versus expensive confidence is it really that that's that's it though you have to because your sister your brother whoever usually tells you that you come up on there and tell you you don't you don't for example whenever my my mom I'm, i think my mom is actually disturbing i think i think well she's beautiful she's maybe that's another thing i think the people that i come from are beautiful so how won't i be Where will I have gotten your parents from? Please let's start from there. So I think that's another factor. So if you don't see your parents, that's fine. Ah, that's another issue. Your <laughs> standards of beauty. <laughs> if you don't see your parents, that's fine. Or your relatives, that's fine. Because I know, I know my siblings are fine. Like according to some people, my siblings are probably finer than people. I mean, those are the only people that can even stand beside me because obviously come from the same place. So me insulting them, insulting myself. So my siblings are fine. So okay. basically, I tell my mom, and she asks me, "Oh, mom, this dress uh, is it nice? Should I wear this?" And because she has amazing dresses, all her dresses are beautiful. At the end of the day, I just tell her, "Mom, how do you feel wearing this dress? Do you do you feel good with it? Or if your mood is orange, go and wear orange. If your mood is black, go and wear black. I love it. So if I see that she's reluctant to wear something, even though I think it looks better on her, also at the end of the day, mom, it is you. It is what you want to wear because it affects a lot." I will not be there to be cheering you on throughout the day to tell you I think it's fine, but it's fine. No, you have to be sure that it's fine. So if somebody comes to me and says, "Ah, what's this rag that you wore?" You can immediately, immediately, the person's eyesight is bad. So you need to redirect their source of nonsense back to them and make sure you don't absorb it. Absorb all the good can, all the bad, take it out. That's what your body does to food. It takes out what is good. The rest goes out as shit. Is that simple? If you like to follow Jesse Dumo on our social media platforms, you can reach out on Instagram at King Jesse Dumo Lunge and on Twitter at King underscore Jesse Dumo. And if you like, to, I would like to get your feedbacks and comments, so you can reach me either on WhatsApp or you can just send me a mail at ariyoluwa@aribisala at gmail dot com. Ariyoluwa@aribisala at gmail dot com. And if you want to check my Instagram handle, you can check me on Ariberries. A R I I B E R R I E S. Happy berries. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Musings podcast by Ariolua.